0: Now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King, from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, always a pleasure. Let's continue the conversation we were having with Cordell about Minnesota. Let's start with your overall takeaways. What stood out as you watched the Vikings' comprehensive win over the Rams?
1: Um, You know, a couple of things. I think the, the, the number one thing, in my opinion is that Minnesota now is just like New Orleans. They can both win games in a variety of ways. They can they can win games with their defense. They can win games by throwing the ball downfield. And they can win games with their running game. You look at Ingram today. You look at Latavius Murray today. And they were both outstanding. That is the kind of team you need to have in January to win big games. A team that can win in a variety of ways. I'm not. I'm not that concerned about the Rams, quite honestly. Um, they've been playing great. Uh, they'd won four in a row. This is a very, very tough team to beat. A very tough game to win. Uh, you know, on the road in Minnesota. So I'm not that concerned with them. I, I still think they're going to win their division. <clears throat> Seattle is flawed, and and look elsewhere around the league. I think that Buffalo is an absolute disaster right now. Players, I don't think, were in favor of Tyrod Taylor getting yanked anyway. And Nathan Peterman was awful, obviously. And then, you know, probably the thing we all got wrong before the year when we were calling the AFC West this power division. I mean, as I sit here right now, I'll say this the weirdest thing I could say about any division in football right now, and that is – The team I thought would be the worst one at the start of the year, the Los Angeles Chargers, right now they're playing better than any team in that division, and it's not close. Kansas City has fallen to earth with a thud. Uh, Just a a very, very strange year in the AFC West.
2: Peter, I want to go back for a second. You mentioned uh, the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott, and Nathan Peterman. Now, this caused a lot of uh, concern and a lot of conversation throughout the week and Twitter was ablaze today as we watched Peterman throw five uh, interceptions. If you're Sean McDormand, how can you go back and face your players with and really drive home the, the point of yes, I made a mistake without losing your locker room?
1: It's a great question. I think you have to go back to Tyrod Taylor. <clears throat> Clearly Nathan Peterman was not ready for prime time. And I've heard what everyone else has heard. Everybody loves this kid. Peterman uh, but it, and there's no harm uh, if you're the coach of this team to admit you're wrong now because in my opinion if you saw the way the Chargers played today I, I'm not sure that that Tom Brady with the bills would have won that game today but they sure as heck were put at a huge disadvantage because a quarterback who wasn't ready to play you know blew the game for him so I think they've got to go back to Tyrod Taylor.
0: Chatting with Peter King, the MMQB. He joins Cordell Stewart and me every Tuesday on NFL No Huddle. Peter, as you wrote this weekend in advance of Atlanta and Seattle matching up on Monday Night Football, are we potentially seeing the end of the Legion of Boom with a wave of injuries in
1: Seattle? Will you consider right now that, you know, the three keystones to that defensive secondary, you know, Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, Next spring, will be 30, 30, and 29, respectively. They they all have their birthdays within a month of each other. So, you know, as Nick would know, (laughs) clearly, you know, you don't have forever in this game. And right now, when I see Richard Sherman tearing his Achilles, when I see Cam Chancellor again probably questioning whether he should continue to play football at all uh, because of a serious neck stinger, And now, you know, you've also seen for the first time in his career over the last two years, Earl Thomas missing a lot of time. I I mean, look, the Seattle Seahawks have got to get ready for life after the Legion of Boom. And I'm not saying it's absolutely sure that it's done, but, I I mean, who knows? I don't even know how many of those three guys are still going to be on the team next year.
2: Now, Peter, when we look at the Minnesota Vikings, uh, right now they're 8-2, and there's a wide receiver in their core, that I don't believe he's getting his just due as far as a conversation about how he ranks amongst the top wide receivers in, in the league, and that's Adam Thielen. You know, what do you think is the reason why he's not getting his just due, even though he continues to post numbers week in and week out?
1: I think he will. Okay, I think he's on the verge of really exploding right now. And the reason why he's not, in my opinion, is because people are still skeptical of him. You know, he's a free agent, undrafted, Minnesota State University in Mankato, grew up, played small-town high school football in Minnesota, doesn't really have the appearance of a big-time receiver, but he's a physical, fast guy. And, Nick, I think it's a matter of time. I think by the end of this year, he's going to be a 1,300, 1,400-yard receiver. He'll be in the top five in receiving yards. I think he's going to score 10 or 12 touchdowns. He's going to be legit, and he'll be in the Pro Bowl at the end of this year.
0: Peter, great information as always. Enjoy Sunday Night Football. And we'll chat with you on Tuesday on NFL No Huddle.
1: Thanks so much, guys.
0: The NFL is on Tune in. First and goal with Brian Weber and Nick Ferguson. Hear every score as it happens. Live every Sunday throughout the season from 1 to 8 p.m. Eastern.